0: When I began to tell members of that large, raucous generation born just after World War II, the Baby Boomers, that I was thinking of writing a book on the aftershocks of the 60s, a number of them laughed a little nervously and said, What are you going to call this one? The worst generation? Their references to my book about the generation that grew up in the Depression and fought in World War II was a little defensive and a little defiant. More than a few baby boomers had told me over the years that they represented the greatest generation. After all, they said, they were the largest generation, the best educated, and wealthiest in American history. More important, many believed they stopped a war, changed politics, and liberated America from the inhibited and inhibiting sensibilities of their parents. Whatever their beliefs, I assured my boomer buddies that I don't think they represent the worst but I also teased that I didn't think many of them were as great as they thought they were. They did give us the 60s. There's no doubt about that. But the bottom line has yet to be drawn under those turbulent times. Conclusions have yet to be drawn. Thumbs up or thumbs down. The evidence still is coming in, and the jury still is out. And 40 years later, we don't seem anywhere near being able to render a verdict." In fact, here we are nearing the end of the first decade of the 21st century, and as you will discover in this audio book, many of the debates about the political, cultural, and socioeconomic meaning of the 60s are still as lively and passionate and unresolved as they ever were back in the day. And until we have reached some agreement about what they meant, how can we hope to have any understanding of what they mean? So I decided to organize a virtual reunion of a cross-section of the 60s crowd in an effort to discover what we might learn from each other 40 years later. For the purposes of organization, I am defining the 60s as the decade from 1963, when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. gave his I Have a Dream speech at the Lincoln Memorial and JFK was assassinated, through 1974, when Richard Nixon resigned and the clock started running down on the American withdrawal from Vietnam. The focal point of the period was 1968, a year of endings and beginnings that changed America and the world forever. In the reunion I organized, I asked, what seemed so important at the time that seems a little foolish or wrong-headed now? Who were the winners and who were the losers? Or can we tell yet? There are many voices and many different judgments here, but there is at least one common conclusion— The 60s came upon us with mind-bending swiftness, challenging and changing so much of what had gone before. Boom. One minute it was Ike and the man in the gray flannel suit and the lonely crowd, and the next minute it was time to turn on, tune in, drop out, we shall overcome, and burn, baby, burn. While Americans were walking on the moon, Americans were dying in Vietnam. There were assassinations and riots. Jackie Kennedy became Jackie O. There were tie-dye shirts and hard hats. Black Power and Law and Order. Martin Luther King Jr. and George Wallace. Ronald Reagan and Tom Hayden. Gloria Steinem and Anita Bryant. Mick Jagger and Wayne Newton. Well, you get the idea. I was born in 1940, making me part of that awkward 1930-1945 to 1945 overhang between the greatest generation and the baby boomers. Born too late to fight in the war... And too soon to be counted as post war, we are changelings with feet in both camps. I began my marriage and my career as a journalist in 1962, a straight arrow product of the 50s. I often thought of myself as a generational straddle, one foot in the psychedelic waters of the 60s, and the other still firmly rooted to the familiar terrain of the 50s. In talking to others from that time, I discovered I was not alone in that split experience. Everyone who went through the 60s sees it through his or her own distinct prism. Our 60s graduates come in all ages, all sizes, from all parts of the country, and with an assortment of certainties, doubts, lifestyles, and memories of a time when the compass that had guided us for so long began to spin wildly. You'll meet some famous names from the 60s, but also those who went through life-changing experiences entirely comfortable in their anonymity. For the most part, I'm like the old-class president at this reunion. I call on them and then let them have their say. I am here as a journalist but also as a citizen, a grandfather now, and a young man then. Not everyone you might like to hear from is in this reunion, but I am confident that the people I met along the way, then, and those who intrigued me from afar, have something to say about then and now worth hearing.